TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and gee whiz, it gives me a smile on my face. It brings joy to my heart. I just feel so warm and fuzzy to bring on the co-founder of The Wellness Couch, my brother from another mother, the wellness guru of Australia, if not the world, Dr. <laughs> Damien Christoph. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. How are you? Oh, we've been chatting for about 20 minutes and I must admit I was a bit flat before we got on the call and just 20 minutes with you off air. As a friend and as a mentor and just as a genuinely great human being, I feel 10 out of 10 already. And I reckon our <laughs> listeners feel a bit like that. If you're a bit flat uh, when you're listening to this, I reckon after, the, after 20 or 25 minutes, you'll be feeling a lot better, particularly because you've heard the dulcet tones of DJ Christoph. Ah, Piercy. You say all the right things, mate. It's just, uh, it's always great. I love, I love our little time together. I love it. Um, I, I wish you lived in Melbourne or I lived in Byron, but that is not the case. And thank God for Zoom and Skype because uh, if I didn't have my weekly catch up with you, PC, life would be at least 50% different. Be unbelievable. <laughs> at least 50%. Does that make Amber worth only 25% and Jackson 25%? No, I reckon Amber's about 49% and Jack's about 1%. <laughs> oh, I had a good friend, Jackson Christoph and Amber. She's feeling that 1%. Just oh, joking. No. No, it's a great feeling. You know, it's a great feeling to be able to hang out with your friend. And even though we're doing it virtually, it's great. You know, a lot of people don't get a chance to do that all the time. And it's, it's just, I'm enjoying virtual way more than I thought I would. Well, you know, for us, it's, you know, we've had this kind of business for how long have we been doing virtual for? Well, we, uh, seven or eight years, but longer, longer. Yeah, so it was like the but we've only just and... started video. That's what I find interesting. Is that because of COVID? Yeah. Well, no, we were reluctant to uptake, weren't we? We were, you know, reluctant to move across to Zoom. We had a bad experience with Zoom in the early days, I think. Um, and then we wanted to kind of Skype it all the time. But as Skype's kind of become a redundant technology, did you know that the, that Skype's going to wind up soon? They're winding it up. Uh, it is the spare wheel of of digital communication. Yeah, it is. It's kind of dropped the ball. But it was, you know, it was revolutionary in the day. Uh, but we have only just recently gone to digital. We did actually, not digital, uh, to video. We did try to do video. Like, I think it was the second season. For a year. For a year. I was, we were doing it yeah. out of DJK. Yeah. Residence. Yeah. Remember that? That was great. I love that. I did love that. Back in Grandview, we set up a little studio. We did the great Marvin Oka. Uh, Amanda from Well and New. from Well and New. We did... Uh, we had uh, Jan Smith. Yeah. We weekend with, um, uh, that, what is it, weekdays with Oh, Maury. Tuesdays with Maury. Tuesdays Tuesday, with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury, yeah. Yeah. With what was Mitch Album. Mitch Album. Mitch Album. That's right. He was a legend. That was cool. Yep. We had Jules Galloway Jules. Uh, from Skype. We had um, Mario Martinez on That's the Body right. Mind Code. Yeah. Uh, we had... Um, Dima. Did we do Tim- Dima? We probably do Dima. We do Dima about once a year. We had Timmy yeah. Robards. He had yeah. like a broken arm or a busted shoulder. That's at right. At the time, he was in a sling. Yeah, and he paid um, me out. No, no, he did. He had his bicep ripped off. He had his, <laughs> his bicep was ripped off and he paid me out because I had an extra roll in my shirt sleeve. 
Make my little stick figure arms look big. You've got you've got that you've got that less sleeve rolled up at the moment, don't you? No, that's there's a fair income now. I love it, mate. Fair You're looking now. so good. Sydney you look about twenty seven. You look amazing. Twenty years younger, you reckon? I turned yeah. forty seven this year. Can you believe that? Like we started this podcast because I was scared to turn forty. Mm-hmm. Here we are. And I thought veganism was the holy grail. Actually, I had a chat this morning about veganism because um, I was talking to a group about 20-odd, 20 maybe 20, 26, 27, I think it's 26 to 27 uh, first-year Cairo grads or fifth-year Cairo students. And, you know, we're talking about nutrition and how that rolls into chiropractic and how the role of nutrition is very important for the reduction of the dysfunctions that we see as chiropractors, you know, we say that there's three causes for this um, uh, phenomenon known as a subluxation. We say there's an emotional cause, a structure, a physical cause, and a chemical cause. And, you know, a large part of the chemical cause of subluxation is uh, diet. So I was saying, you know, you've got to select a diet that's most appropriate. And so we sp- I started speaking about, you know, paleo, and then I spoke about the dude that was on your barefoot. What is he, the barefoot podcaster, podiatrist? And he had some dude on there who was banging on about being a carnivore and some crap like that. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. And then uh, so I spoke about that. And then I spoke about vegans and uh, and vegetarians and how I'm doing this postgraduate study and fellowship in um, lifestyle medicine. And that's very Loma Linda, which is Seventh-day Adventist. And so I'm doing this. So they're very vegetarian. Oh, the fellowship mate. you're doing. Oh, it's unbelievable. I just feel really? like I'm, I'm going to come out as a Seventh-day Adventist. That's how I feel like I'm going to spit out. And I'm going to be buying sanitarium or Kellogg's cornflakes or something like that. Like I feel so like is it, is it, does it feel biased? Oh, sorry, I, I, no, finish your story because I, I want to ask you about that. Definitely biased, no doubt about it. Um, and it's definitely skewed in a direction of vegetarianism. Now, I have no issues or no problems with it because there's all the research to back it up. But it... it displays complete ignorance to the other research that backs other stuff up so anyway what i was you know i suppose what i was suggesting in that was that there's no no one that we're aware of that's lived to 100 years old who's been a vegan for the whole of their life so Mm -hmm. i was you know very clear on saying you've got to select a diet that's actually going to be healthful for your body for the longest part of your life so it's not just i'm doing paleo because it's trendy i'm doing vegan because it's trendy um, you're doing something like Mediterranean or blood type for the longest part of your life because that's what's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. So that's that's where I was going with that. And so um, coming coming back to that, I think I was saying that you want to select an appropriate diet. Why, where did I go from there? What was that I don't know, but I love this anyway. And then I wanted yeah. to ask you about your fellowship because I haven't actually asked you about it in yeah. any great detail. So are you studying, you're doing a fellowship that in your mind is biased and only showing one side of the coin. Yeah, it feels like it. Like it, it's definitely, it's weighted. Um, so the person who founded the American Society of Lifestyle Medicine um, is a doctor from the medical school at Loma Linda University. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to laugh, but uh, no, that's but, just got bias written all over it. Yeah, and so um, as, I've, as I'm you know, going into it and kind of understanding more about it. And I'm really enjoying it. And I, I honestly can't wait to complete all the study in it because I'll have a, a greater understanding of why vegetarians have such a strong held belief that what they're doing is spot on and the best way to go. 
Um, and given that there's a big movement in terms of uh, lifestyle medicine um, and an ever-expanding, you know, movement around lifestyle medicine, I'm excited to kind of, um, you know, be part of that to understand, you know, how, how elements of that I can, I can promote, you know, to my own community as well. But at the same time, I'm, I'm conscious of its own limitations um, given that it has a particular flavour. Mm. It's interesting. So it's a pretty, pretty. Well, I don't know. Say it's a one-sided flavor, but it's a, it's a flavor that is. I don't know. It's like if you're a doctor at Loma Linda, can't you just go to your local university and say, "Get me all of the best research on our diet." And <laughs> I well, no, I turned it into a fellowship. <laughs> no, nah, there's a whole course. Like it's actually quite long. I, the the book, I had it sitting next to these two great books. Courage to care. Look at that. Those two great books. And the book is actually thicker than that and I've got to get through yeah. it in the next couple of months. So, wow. Um, You're loving the, the learning? I love that you just are loving learning so yeah, much. It's good. It's great to revise it. But it also, you know, it gets, gets all the little neurons firing again, you know. So it's good. Just joins a few. Tell me about the rise, sorry, the rise of learning in this uh, COVID time. So I'm a bookworm every night. Uh, again, without sounding anal, my Monday to Thursday nights are on the couch reading a book and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when it used to be watching the footy, it might be watching a movie with Sarah Bear or watching a – and if it's not with Sarah, she's gone to bed, then it might be what I'd like to call an educational movie, like a World War II movie or a doco or something. Yeah. But, you know, there is a lot of uh, massive online learning growth at the moment. Are you? You said you've got this book, which is a very thick book. Is it a mixture of a book and – online learning and um and as an extension of that are you finding this time um a period of time where you've got a greater curiosity and you're wanting to to learn more it's funny because i'm sitting down so much more and i'm in front of the computer so much more than what i was um and that's that's really strange that's a really weird feeling um and I feel like, not that I'm a keyboard warrior by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like I'm spending a whole lot more time doing non-productive things. Like, you know, right now it's 25 to 4 on Wednesday afternoon and my whole day feels like it's evaporated and I've, and I've got so much I still need to do. So, I feel, you know, where I feel like I should have more time, I feel like I've got less time. I do have a desire to go and learn more. And so there's an online component to this and there's the book component and then there's online quizzes and, um, and, and, then, and then there's a big exam and all that. So there's all this stuff that's got to be done for this particular fellowship. Um, so my desire is there, but the time resource, you know, doesn't appear to have, you know, shown up. <laughs> but you still seem to sound like you're, uh, you're moving through it well enough yeah. like you've still got you've got the desire there because i spoke to someone the other day who who said i won't mention the course but they said you know i'm halfway through this course and i've lost the motivation and i said well that's okay like if you don't have a motive yeah. a reason to finish it and you feel like you've got everything out of it that you know like you've lost the buzz for it then that's okay and, and maybe i say that in my own bias because i am loving just sitting on the couch and reading a book but i'm uh, like you were saying, I, I spend most of my day in front of a computer. Yep. I don't want to do any online learning on a screen at night um, unless, yeah, like, no, there's not even an unless. Like, I just I just want to sit on the couch and read a book. I don't want to read an e-book. I want to, like, touch something, something that's not yeah. a screen. Yeah. Um, and on the you want a noise works. So you kind of want a, a noise works moment. 
Yeah, what's an iceworks moment? That's you want what to reach, I want, You want to reach out and touch somebody. Reach out and touch somebody. Reach out. Reach out and reach out and reach out and But that's very non-COVID. We've got to keep your social distancing. <laughs> you can't see that right now. But there is a craving, isn't there? I like, I love to be able to pick up a, I do like to be able to pick up a book and highlight it, dog tag it, draw mm. on it. Like I really like to be able to do that. Um Drives my mum crazy because she's a librarian, but I really like to be able to do that sort of thing. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, you know, it's been quite funny. You know how last episode I said, um, I want to do a shout out to my mate DJ the golfer, not my DJ from Torquay. <laughs> not my mate DJ from Torquay. Well, yeah. he sent you a little message the other day saying that uh, he got paid out by a patient of his that listens to 100 Not Out. So thank you for paying out DJ. You deserve it. Uh, and then he had the goal to ask me which podcast was that on. <laughs> Did you say uh, the wellness man. guys? Oh, he's so not a good mate, is he? He's a, oh, it's a DJ. bit like yeah. Yeah. We all have friends that don't know what we do necessarily <laughs> in the day. No, or... He is a great mate, DJ. Yeah. He's just busy with, you know, two children now. So he's yeah. busy. And busy. a practice. Well, I was thinking about that when um, – you know, you were talking about learning and again, I feel so many people are doing all of this learning at the moment and um, a lot of people are asking me to relaunch my exceptional life blueprint including online me. course. Including me. <laughs> but I'm, I, I don't know if it's for kid land or if it's just fullness land, but I don't want to say I'm resistant. It's not like I don't, I don't um, see value in it as an online program, but I feel that when you talked about sitting at the computer and this is where I'm still grieving this COVID time because I feel that, uh, take you out of the equation, but a person who was sitting at a computer has probably been doing some really good things all day. But there's a, you don't feel as productive when you're not using your entire body. So for me, it's like I'd much rather share Exceptional Life Blueprint at a live event, kisses and hugs, high fives, bum taps, shoulder yeah. taps, yeah. You know, write it down, talk about your life, get the microphone, yeah. share yeah. with a buddy. Yeah. You know, like... It doesn't feel as immersive when it's online. I've got to get over that myself. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I hear you. But it's, I mean, the times are changing. You know, like if you look at mm. LT's been running his nitro programs online and he said, I found a new way to do it. You know, he's absolutely loving it. So I just think that you can almost reinvent your content. I reckon our listeners would love to see the return of the exceptional life blueprint. I think they would absolutely yeah. love it. Love it. But that's the thing. A part of me could not bear the idea of not, not from a vain perspective, but the videos I recorded in 2014, whilst they'd still be just as relevant because it's all timeless info. The journalist in me is like, no, that can't happen. <laughs> the, the, the TV journalist in me is like, no, you don't, you don't play yesterday's news today. If that makes sense. So oh, yeah, everything totally. would need to be re-recorded. And, but then at the same time, I listen to podcasts that you and I recorded two or three years ago, like particularly when I'm um, putting them in, in the book. And I'm like, what a golden episode. <sighs> you know, Selena Biniaz, three years ago, like just as relevant in 2047 as it was in 2017. <laughs> you know, That's right. I, like, I know. Well, that is, it's true. But, you know, I go back to, like, if we look at, at video, look at the Palm Method video that I did back in 2007. Yep. Um, when I was in New Zealand, so 13 years 13 ago. 13 years ago. Uh, to then the new version, which I did in 2011, 
to then the newer version that I did in 2014. Um, and I haven't done one for six years. And so now I look at that one back six years ago and I go, oh, yeah, like I could, I could redo it. Um, but each year it got better and better, but the information hadn't changed. It's, it's still the exactly same. the same. And I've been doing the power of food. So, you know, what's the power of food been going on for since 2004? So for 16 years I've been doing the power of food for. Um, yeah. And the content continues to change in terms of the way in which I deliver it, but it's still timeless. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. I would want to see Marcus Pierce from 2014. Like I wouldn't want that version. Like I, I definitely would want the newer version of Marcus Pierce because you're heaps more wise now. You've had more <laughs> life experience. You've probably got... I've had two more kids. Two, <laughs> two more of them, not just two, two more of them. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, multiply that by life experience and life mm-hmm. years and, there's so much stuff there and then the people that we've interviewed and the conversations we've had I think the wisdom you've got now is way better than what you had six years ago yeah that's a good point hey um, Darby is still grieving you you spoke about the par method Darby is still grieving the fact that his stomach, because <laughs> he loves to eat so much. <laughs> so for people that don't know the par method uh, all I'll say is that you learn very quickly um, I don't know if you pop it in the videos, but when you get when you learn about the palm method and then you get both of your palms, put them into a fist and join the two fists together, and tell me if I make a mistake, Damo. That is the size of your stomach at rest. And so when you at rest, so when you serve your food up, that food. And what I'm just wanting to still educate Darby on is it's the food masticated. Yeah that will fit into two fists. And so when Darby often wants an extra egg or some more chicken or some more of this, and we're like, dude, like just, you know, put your fists together and <laughs> maybe just chew your food a bit more and the whatever. The great thing about kids though, Pierce, is they can eat way more, way more. And like a kid like Darby, who's he's like, as busy as a blue-ass fly, he, yeah. can, he can definitely eat more food. No problems about it. And Maya will have a little sparrow tummy. This is the thing, yeah. right? So, yeah. I have to ask you on behalf of all the parents, I just got to go straight into therapy mode right now. Yes. Can Darby, as a seven year old boy, because there are like, I almost feel like that if we pick him up on the speed of which he eats or the amount <laughs> of food that he eats, he's going, it's just, it's just becoming like, I don't want to say not healthy, but it's just not cool. Yeah. Can a seven year old boy that's eating healthy food, yeah. just, can you just let him run right? If he wants an extra yeah. egg, yeah. can you just trust him it. that he's not yeah. going to go for a, you know, he understands his body. That's what I keep on saying, Sarah. We've got to trust yes. that he knows his body. Yeah, his body knows what's going on. At that age, as long as they're eating heaps of healthy food, there's never going to be an issue. It's when they go, oh, I want another packet of chips or I want another ice cream or yeah. I want more chocolate or whatever else. Like if they're wanting more of the crap stuff, that's when you've got to pull up stumps. But right. if they want more of the good stuff, go for gold, mate. Feed them as much as they like. Right. Yeah. That's, that's good because it's done my – well, it's done our heads in. Um, but I think we just got to let him off the leash. And when he starts wanna... having six eggs for breakfast, I'll, I'll buy him you. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine how strong he'd be. It'd be unbelievable. It'd be better than having six bowls of Nutrigrain, put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Can I just say, I'm, I was touched today because I went down to the letterbox and there was this beautiful letter addressed to Damien Christoph with my address um, from Darby. Oh, little Darby. Got it. Darby sent me a little picture um yeah. about a turtle 
a, a little a, a little about a turtle called Deep Diver, uh, and Deep Diver went down to see his mate and who had yelled up from the bottom of the ocean and he went all the way down to the bottom of the ocean and his mate had disappeared and, you know, he's down with all these crabs and stuff. It was a cool little story. And so I've got to call Darby later on and thank you. But thank you, Darby, a little legend, sending me a little picture. It's unbelievable. I oh, love the it. Seven-year-old, the seven-year-old gets a shout-out. Um, well, Sarah was doing homeschool and, uh, and the, it was part of the class lesson and he had to decide who he wanted to send, write a story for. And I don't know, I'd love to know in his little brain, because I wasn't there at the time, I was up here in the office. I'd love to know in his little brain, one, what made him think of you and what yeah. made him think of the story. Was it in Ikaria that you and him may have had something to do with the turtle at Amanistis oh, yeah, at Beach? Yeah, Beach, yeah. You know, uh, but he, he has very fond memories of uh, nature and playing with you. <laughs> we have plenty of good stories. About <laughs> <How> good <laughs> Every time I see a... Um, what are those little bugs called? Every time I see here uh, a cicada, hear a cicada, I think of you and Darby and Ikaria and Sarah cracking it, <laughs> cracking it. <laughs> Sarah cracking it with me for catching a cicada. Anyway, that's what happens. But hey, um, it's a funny little time, isn't it? Like, and you and I will have come across people who have had stinking thinking, uh, and people have been, um, you know, down in the dumps, operating at like ten or fifteen or twenty percent in their hearts and minds. Uh, mm. And so it's a really interesting thing. I too, you know, last week I said there's nothing positive that's come out of COVID. COVID can suck. Like I hate COVID. <laughs> Get stuffed, I said to COVID. And um, and I don't think it's changed. I think it's probably still a bit the same. I, I'm obviously aware of more things that I'm grateful for and Amber has got post-it notes up on the window over there of all the things that we're grateful for and what we're looking oh, nice. forward to doing when COVID finishes and so that window is getting very full, but, um, <laughs> very full. But uh, there are people out there with some stinking thinking. Have you noticed that? I think I haven't. Maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe it's because I feel like today has just been a lower day in terms of my up and aboutness. And so maybe it's when, you know, personally, if you're in that space where you're finding it a bit more difficult, um, that you find it a bit more prevalent in your life i don't know it's a bit you know like the world is sometimes a mirror yeah but true. i just think that you know and as i said to myself before i came on this podcast i went down to the beach for a swim and i was like mate like just chill like you don't have to be up and about i have to remind myself this quite a bit uh naturally but you don't have to be up and about all the time you're allowed to just crack it you're allowed to be a bit low you're about to be you're allowed to be annoyed at something frustrated down Whatever, but I think the key is about stinking thinking at these times is how long do you spend there? Yeah, you know, as you said, you're allowed to go to ten percent, but do you yeah. spend two weeks at ten percent, two days, two hours? Yeah, you know, some high alpha A personalities will go no, two minutes, but you <laughs> two know, seconds. Like, two seconds. This but, is the three uh, top reasons why you shouldn't be in stinking thinking for longer than two seconds. <laughs> Click here. <laughs> Oh dear. I think for me it was probably about, you know, well, I would say about an hour, probably before, just before I came on here. Yeah. Um, but I recognize, and as I said to anyone listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to put a hundred bucks on it. You feel better at the end of this podcast than you did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And not because Damo and I are gurus of any kind, but when you're around certain energy, yeah. like when you're around certain people, like you just can't help but feel better. You can't. Chatting with you, listening to you, you know, like that's, and I just think it's a really good reminder that if you are in a, place where you become bitter and twisted negative pessimistic don't yeah. hate on yourself for it just yeah. know that the antidote is hanging around good people having good conversations yeah 
hundred percent. Cranio digital rectalitis doesn't uh, serve anybody uh, for very long <laughs> at all. <laughs> Take that from our great mate. John D. Uh, Martini. Yeah, we he's must get him on again. He's in isolation in a Houston hotel where there's only 14 people in the hotel. Really? And, <laughs> and he said, someone actually asked me, who are you and, and what are you here for? And people are actually beginning to socialise. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being, I don't know where he's at, you know, the four seasons all or something and no one be socialising, everyone's in their rooms. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. So he can't even be uh, at his home because it's a boat. Yeah, I think so. He can't be on the world. I don't know. what. It, I, I haven't looked into it enough, but I just heard him say on a Facebook Live or something the other day, he's like, I'm still in my Houston apartment or my Houston hotel here. There's 14 people here at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Everyone's in it together. Oh, yeah, everyone everyone's is in, in it, it together. together. Absolutely. Yeah. I've Absolutely. just seen Arnold Schwarzenegger sitting in his spa smoking a cigar. He'll <laughs> 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 be, be telling everyone that he'll be back. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, we will be back next Let's Monday. And uh, it's a very, very happy time uh, recording this with you, great man. Thanks for keeping the energy up. And for again, I'd like to think um, that we are helping people just make this experience a little bit more bearable. Um, and if we can just add a little spark of joy to our listeners' days, then I think job done at this time. Hey, um, uh, also, happy birthday to Eddie Jaku. Uh, he turned oh, 100 yesterday. Great call. Yeah. Great call. Yeah, great, great friend, Eddie Jaku. Um, we interviewed Eddie. When did we interview Eddie last? Two years ago? Oh, I think ago? it was I think it was episode two. No, not one. I'm going to say 244, but I don't – I am getting. I might be getting my things confused. Right. I'm going to find out now whilst so, you tell me. 100 right, not out. Somewhere in the fifth year of us going. Yep. So that was, um, you know, Eddie Jaku – Turned 100 yesterday. I was watching the news last night on Channel 7 and um, a lady had turned 100 years old and obviously she couldn't celebrate. So the fireys turned up, the ambos turned up, the police turned up, all their sirens blazing and they all sang happy birthday to her. She was 100 years old. I just think that's um, – there's great ways to be able to celebrate. They all kept their social distance, of course, and, uh, and I would have, you know, bring a bit of joy, a bit of happiness. And I think that's important at this time of the, at this time of the world's crisis. Oh, that's so well said. And uh, Eddie was on episodes 103 and 104, which is a double episode. So right. two years in and uh, episode 244. Uh, so there you go. Unbelievable. Oh. It'd be good to get him back on again. We'll try and get him back on again. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. It'd be nice to do a bit of a recap to see of our, um, near centenarians, how many have become centenarians and um, of our centenarians. I would love to do that. Wouldn't it be good? We should yeah. have a bit of a review of that. That'd be quite cool. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be good. Hey, PC, I think what's uh, really nice is just the shout out to a few people. So have you got anyone you want to shout out to right now? Um, oh, you put him in the spot. Well, Carolyn Keane reckons she's got lots yes. of shout outs and she messaged me the other day saying how kind it was. I wish I, should, I could find the message. But um, I was like, oh, really? I was like, have we been shouting? I didn't, I didn't realize how many shouts <laughs> we'd done. Um, what did you say? Just wanted to say hi, happy Easter, blah, blah. Also that I am still listening and I've heard your call outs to me on various 100 <laughs> episodes. I just don't respond online. I lurk in the uh, shadows. Oh. Life is good here and then she went on. Thanks, um, so it is, it is nice that our wonderful listeners do. <laughs> to connect who can we put in the who can we put in um on the spot you know that may or may not listen to 100 not out what about jim valavanis and lisa valavanis do you reckon <laughs> they still listen do you reckon they're still there you listening? Go. 
We're going to find what out Stewie now. Goff? Is, Stewie Goff? Stewie Goff. Stewie Goff. We must say our love to Stewie Goff because, yeah. uh, put it brutally, his dad is dying at the moment. Oh, and yeah. he's Tough. there supporting his dad. So big yeah. love and hugs to Stewie Goff. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and, and if he's not listening at the moment, we completely understand. But maybe he's listening for a little spark of joy yeah. each week. Could All right, be. so there we go. This is a great little segment. Uh, Stewie Goff. Jim Valavanis and Lisa Valavanis. Karen Lloyd over in New Zealand. Lloydie. I don't, if don't give up all your gold now. We could do I've this got heaps week. of gold. Mate, you know we've me. Only got I, about, mate, we've only got about 40 listeners. You've got to do one a week. I'm a golden weeks. retriever. I have so many golds. I've got it's unbelievable. <laughs> so there we go. There's a few. <laughs> Tell us if you're still listening. We'd love to know. And oh, if four. you're listening but none of your mates are listening, why aren't your mates listening? <laughs> you can put on Facebook, tag all of your friends that are listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Before this podcast descends uh, into all types of frivolity, which Damon I would really be an element in, we will wrap it up. Um, thanks again for everyone uh, watching, listening to this episode of 100 Night Out. To find out more about Damo and to uh, watch the Palm Method and to get all of Damo's wisdom, head on over to damienchristoff.com for myself, Marcus Pierce com.au thank you to everyone who makes this podcast possible to you our loyal listeners please share this podcast with a friend open up a whole brand new world to them when you show them how to listen to a podcast and the seven plus years in the archives of 100 not out you'll find the full range over at the wellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out thanks again for your support look after yourself during these times and as always continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.